2: Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, Cobbles, from the land down under, this is the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast. Whether you're with the Strikers, the Stars or the Sixers, you might be a renegade, enjoy the heat, love the thunder, like a scorcher or prefer hurricanes. Brought to you in association with bluecrocodile.co.uk. Tie your kangaroo down, put another shrimp on the barbie and enjoy the fun. It's gonna be a ripper. Big Bash 10.
0: Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily. We've had a little bit of a time off over Christmas. Hopefully you've enjoyed your Christmas times and got the presents that you wanted. But we're back this Boxing Day, double header in the Big Bash 10. And currently on my screen in front of me, the Sixers getting a little bit closer to the uh, Melbourne Stars. And I was thinking they might do. 39 required or 15 balls to finish with. That one swung away, leg side, over the ropes for four... So it's 35 required of 14 now with Brathwaite and Hughes at the crease. Hughes is going great. gun. 67 not out. We'll come back to that in just a second, obviously, because that's uh, bubbling up to be a very nice game. We had a very one-sided game Earlier on, which we'll talk about first. But before we get there, thank you very much to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of the Big Bash dailies. Give them a visit, bluecrocodile.co.uk, snapping up the right mortgages for you. Two guests on the show today. It's a pleasure to welcome back Rito Mitra, another six. In that game, it's now 29 of 13. It's absolutely going to get very, very close this one, Rito. Good to have you with me. Also got Ollie Prendergast as well. But start with you, Rito. Big hitting from the Sixes, getting a bit closer than I thought.
1: They are really getting closer than I thought as well. They were in some trouble with wins going early as well. Uh, a couple of early wickets. I thought they might just lose this one. Another six from yeah. Hughes. Now that's getting very, very close now.
0: Yeah, Hughes has swung another one leg side. 4-4. Six more runs, twenty-three required now from eleven. Zampa's getting a that's, bit of tab here. That's
1: very doable now. I'm yeah. getting very excited.
0: Well, he's getting. My uh, arms
1: are getting cold as
0: well. He's uh, in his arms here, Hughes. He's now on to seventy-nine. This could actually be a, a century to win the game, Ollie. Hopefully, you've had a good Christmas as well. But this is a a terrific effort from Hughes to get close. Yeah,
2: yeah. Have, to keep the game alive, and actually, give them a good, you know, a, with a, a much better chance of winning. What this was unexpected was the way they were. They were just drifting and. The game that's long long gone. This barrage of six has being hit and also in back with um Brathwaite and we know what he can do. This is quite a concern for me, really as a stars fan.
0: It's Hatcher gonna be bowling the penultimate over of this innings. Brathwaite's on strike, he's twenty, Hughes is seventy nine Let's go through the rest of this game, because it's been quite an interesting game, this one. We'll talk about the, the earlier game today, a little bit later, once this one's, uh, the dust has settled on this chase, but uh, Marcus Stonis and Nick Madison missing out for the Melbourne Stars today. Stornis being rested because of bubble fatigue. Nick Madison unable to travel because of the COVID travel regulations in Australia at the moment. It's Brathwaite cloths that one to mid-off, and they go through for a single. The Stars, though, recovered from 64 for four after 11 overs. Glenn Maxwell made 71 not out from 47, 5.60s from him. Nick Nicholas Poran, 65 off 26. Eight sixes for the West Indian. Took the Stars to 193 for five. And now we've got this chase on. Hughes, 79, Brathwaite, 21. Hughes is back on strike. So Brathwaite's done his job, really, as Hatcher comes in to deliver this delivery. 22 off 11. Gettable as Hughes just clips that one into the leg side, goes down to the deep square fence. There's a fielder down there, and it's just going to be the one for the Melbourne Stars. Rito, we said the other day on that in the pre-Christmas podcast, that one of the beauties of T20 cricket is that you've never really won it until you've got across the line. Melbourne stars at 64 for four looked like they were going to really struggle. And then at uh, 193 for five looked in the box seat. And now it's well in the balance again. So you you can get some really good T20 matches, can't you? And we're seeing a few now.
1: Oh, yes, James. Now we are certainly seeing this BBL tournament getting up after a poor week.
0: Now, that's another one, I think, from Carlos. No, he's caught. He's caught. caught, He's caught. Oh, that's a huge
1: wicket.
0: Caught at long on there. That's a terrific catch. And Brathwaite looked like he'd, uh, as Rito was indicating there, looked like he'd cleared the ropes, but uh, just drops inside. Really good catch at long on there. So a wicket falls for the Stars. Really well held, actually, above his head. And then the momentum didn't take him over the ropes. So that's a big moment in this game, because Brathwaite, as we know, can uh, find the boundaries. But it should, if they've crossed there. It should bring Harry um, Hughes back on strike, shouldn't it, to uh, face the next delivery. But Brathwaite goes, caught by Glenn Maxwell at long on, bowled by Hatcher for 21, and it's now uh, 21 runs required from nine deliveries. We were just saying there, Ollie, that the um, yeah, T20s, they can be really one-sided, can't they? But we're seeing a few now in this big bash, which are, are teetering and tottering from one side to the other.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's it's got something to do with uh, the power surge being taken later on, that if a side's still in bat and, and, and they take it that bit of a gamble which it seemed to be that the Sixers today they went they went to get the extra points they're looking a bit out of the game and struggling a bit and since then have kicked on with the power surge and with the innings of use kept it alive and the more games the deep, deeper it's taken and bats can hold their nerve a little bit and, and keep playing shots it can pay off I mean not as much as the, the maths show but I think yeah I think it's more, It's getting more and more exciting and you get teams getting more into the tournament now mm-hmm
0: crickets a game played with balls you've got to look after them in the field badges are furry creatures my friends at manscape.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there oh get rid of all that excess fur make sure that you're neat and tidy make sure everything's in the right order oh feeling all good now down in this set oh manscape.com good over this from Hatcher so far. That next delivery uh, comes off the pad of Hughes, goes away for a single. Hughes looks to the skies because he thinks he should have maybe clipped that one away. But 20 required off 8 balls. And we talk about the batsmen so much in T20 cricket, Rito, but... A bowler like Hatcher here—he's earning his money at the moment, isn't he? That you know takes the wicket. He's gone for um, only a, a couple of runs off the first three. You see this next ball, Dwarsius is the new batsman, left hander misses. So a dot ball there for Hatcher. So these stars are starting to tighten their grip. They need a couple of big shots here, these Sydney Sixers. But we've talked already about Shane Warne's comments about the bowlers need to kind of reinvent themselves. But I think they do. You know, slower balls and all the rest of it. Hatcher's bowling a really good over here.
1: Oh yes, James, absolutely. Pundits, experts, and we've fans always talk about that the game is uh, tilted towards the batsmen but these bowlers they just come back and here Hatcher has uh, uh, under the most pressure he has just gone for three runs Oh he's the, bowled him as well
0: team. he's bowled Dwashius as well from his final delivery of that over so it's uh, an over there the penultimate over is the traditional one Rita where you bring on your best bowler to try and make the last over as hard as possible for the batting side well Hatcher has done his job there now because the uh, Sydney Sixers are going to require 20 off the final six balls Hughes is on strike The 20 20 is a big ask, isn't
1: it? Yes, 20 is a big ask. With When they pre-needed of 12, I, I thought that Sydney has got this under control now. But now Hatcher has pulled an absolutely fantastic over. Now it's all down on Hughes
0: to do yeah so uh, Ollie, we were talking uh, off mic before we uh, we press record about Porin's innings in the first innings as I said uh, the Stars found themselves is it 64 for four at one stage 11 overs looking like they were going to teach it to something very mediocre indeed and then Porin and Maxwell went ballistic but Porin's hitting was, was incredible
2: yeah it, uh, and also it came at a stage of the game when they were rebuilding as well and it just gave that impetus I mean to hit eight sixes like in a way that he did was just incredible I wasn't sure about the signing of him I've heard a lot promised about him before but now you know I, the impact he's made in only his second or third inning for the Stars this season it's just been incredible that obviously we'll go back to Man of the Match awards just after this game's finished but he's definitely put himself in the mix there what what an innings and obviously probably the most, the most eye-catching innings of the um, Of the big bash so far, possibly,
0: or definitely top two or three. We saw a lot of um, Nicholas Porrin in the IPL, Rito, didn't we? And uh, Glenn Maxwell's coming on to bowl the final over here. This is uh, interesting, the spinner bowling the final over. Hughes is on strike, he's on 80, 20 required off six. So a couple of big hits early on in this over. Maxwell bowls the first and Hughes has gone aerial, gone over long on and he's got that one as well. That's six runs there and that's now 14 off five. This is a gamble, Rito, isn't it? Maxwell bowling uh, himself in this final over. Hughes looks like he likes the spin.
1: Oh yes, Maxwell has taken a big gamble over here. But the way he probably the way he batted, he thought that he, he has to do it as a captain now, with with the ball in hand. Oh, but it might. It
0: just oh got, deep square, no, deep square. He's, as well. he's clipped that one no, away. That's fallen short. That's in, gone for four. It's gone for four. The, the, as you just indicated, there, Rita, there was about four different outcomes of that, and they all happened within about five seconds. And Maxwell's looking a little bit perturbed there because Hughes whipped that one away to deep square. The catcher came in trying to take the catch, ricochets off him and goes behind him for four runs. So now it's 10 off four and Daniel Hughes is 90 not out. So if he gets these 10 runs, he will hit what was uh, what would be a very famous century for the Sydney Sixers. Glenn Maxwell has uh, started badly, I think it's fair to say in this over, conceded 10 off the first two. Round the wicket, bowls again to Hughes, full sauce, and he's absolutely cane. That, that was a terrible ball. It's been caught on the fence, but it's been taken over with him. And in fact, it was dropped in the end. But that's six runs to the Sixers. Hughes goes to 96, and it's now four off three. You would back the Sixers here to get themselves across the line. 190 for eight, and Daniel Hughes is now 96 not out. One more big hit from the left-hander, and the Sydney Sixers will take the points. They will right back towards the top. End of the table. Four off three required. And Melbourne Stars, from nowhere, look like they're going to lose this game. There's some chats in the middle between the two batsmen. O'Keefe's oh, Keith's nun striker. Four off three. All on Daniel Hughes. Maxwell Ian Round the wicket bowls. And he swung that one away. Leg side. There's a fielder out there. And he's taking the catch. And now it's balanced back towards the Melbourne Stars. Hughes looks to the skies. He's gone for 96. The ninth wicket falls. And now it's four off two with the last wicket together. This is just incredible, Ollie. This is how a match can just change. One shot makes the difference.
2: This is horrible to watch, to be honest. When that catch was taken... The, the wave of relief that was through me on there. I, I can't help thinking that Colton Nile must have an injury, not to bowling, because he. This is what he's paid to do. This is he's there at the death. He's a, he's a bowler that'll be more equipped than Maxwell. I'm not sure the thought process has gone behind this, but it, I mean, it makes a great cricket and it kept the game alive. So uh, that, that's one positive from it, and with the potential of a super over here.
0: Four off two. Yeah, and three to, uh, to make it into a super over. Hughes substitute Jimmy Pearson for, uh, for Daniel Hughes today because, uh, Jimmy Pearson got his team so close the other day, the Brisbane Heat. And now Daniel Hughes, 96, but falls just at the last moment. And, uh, we've now got, uh, a new batsman at the crease. It's, uh, they did cross. So Stephen O'Keefe is on strike, but they need four off two. Maxwell to bowl round the wicket. He just aborts that initial run up, changes the field on the offside to the right hander. Stephen O'Keefe, O'Keefe, oh, it's a full toss, it's a terrible ball, it's been edged, it's gone down towards the third man fence, and it's run away for four, so Stephen O'Keefe, it didn't finish where he aimed it, he was going over mid-wicket, ends off coming off the outside edge. And Sydney Sixers have got home. It's all that Daniel Hughes deserves. He gets mobbed in the dugout by the rest of his team in pink. Glenn Maxwell trudges off with a bit of a solemn face because that wasn't the best of overs from him. They needed four off that final two balls. And Stephen O'Keefe has hit the winning boundary. So the Sydney Sixers take the points and they beat the Melbourne Stars by one wicket with one ball left. Reto, it doesn't get a lot closer than that, does it?
1: I'm absolutely here, James sixes ers have won this absolute nail-biter of a game. We don't... That's what T20 does, really. This match in the last couple of overs probably swung four times in favour of both the teams. Now that's T20 at its ultimate place.
0: In changing times like these, make a change yourself. Buy your own home. Still living with parents or renting? Why not buy your first property? Mortgage rates are lower than ever. Speak to Blue Crocodile. Blue Crocodile? Yeah, Blue Crocodile. They'll get you the right first time buy a deal by searching the market for the most competitive option for you. They don't bite. They're just straight-talking people like me. Give them a bell or go online. Blue Crocodile. We'll go back to the uh, the morning game between the Thunder and the Renegades, and this was far more one-sided than the game we've just had a look at there with the Sixes creeping across the line Thunder beat the Renegades by 129 runs in Canberra the second largest victory in BBL history the Renegades are on the wrong end of all of the top big margin uh, defeats Sydney Thunder made a 209 for 8 and the highest in the Big Bash League so far this season and it was Oliver Davis the 20 year old five straight sixes in that match from him 48 of 23 he led them to the total and uh, Tanvir Sanga Came in, nineteen-year-old got his career best of four for fourteen in his fourth big bash match. Um, Fifty for no loss. They were after four overs, which is the most that any side has got in the four-over power play. And the Renegades, for the second time this season, were reduced or bowled out for under one hundred. They were eighty all out, never in the game. And Sydney Thunder, at that stage of the day, had gone back to well, gone to the top of the table. Ollie, Sydney Thunder. I looked at the uh, bookies odds at the start of uh, Big Bash and they had the Sydney Thunder as eighth favourites. The outsiders for this, they're now perched at the top end of the table.
2: James, uh, a wise man told me not to look at the table too early into the season. It's a long season ahead, but you're right. Uh, They are are starting to show signs of encouraging form, especially before they even receive Sam Bennings into the squad, which will strengthen their batting further. But how, how good is that for them? Those that the, the fines of the season, Sanger and Davis, I mean, two young players with potentially massive futures future ahead of them and they're helping that side over the line. I mean, if you look at it today, that innings from Davis really helped kickstart and, and fire them to a really good total, helped with some McAndrew hitting at the end but and, and with Daniel Sams and then four wickets for Sanger. And he got some crucial wickets and, and helped just push the game further and further away for the Renegades, who, who look, to be honest, like they have trying to regain some form of last season, which was difficult to see them getting as playing as badly as last season, but they, they seem to be finding it.
0: And it's, it's great, isn't it, Rito? It's what these T20 matches um, competitions are all about. Bringing through some of these youngsters. These are two Aussie under-19 players. Oliver Davis, 20 years old now. He's got two decent innings under his belt, but really impressive today. He's 48 off 23. was fantastic. And then Tanvir Sanger, he's coming off the back of a very good winter for the Aussie under-19s. Four for 14. It's exactly what... You know, in the IPL, CPL, whatever, you always look out for some of the youngsters coming through, the homegrown talent, and Thunder is starting to produce them.
1: Well, yes, absolutely. This is, that's why these T20 competitions are meant to be, to, de- to deliver this talent to to the national team. Now, we have seen on numerous occasions with the IPL, it has given us a lot of international players of the future, and and these two players as well, Oliver Davies and Tanwe Sangha. And Oliver Davies played an absolutely fantastic innings on debut, as good a innings as you can get.
0: It's interesting though, Wally, isn't it? Renegades, uh, you mentioned their form last season. They are hitting the lows of that again this time around. And these big margins of defeat, they now hold the, the top three. They're the only side that's ever been beaten by over 100 runs in big bashes. They've had that three times and twice this season. That's not the records you want to be breaking, is it?
2: No, and I saw the interesting stat that um, Bad Hodge was talking about during the game. Always seems Bad Hodge that I end up listening to, but um, and he was saying that as as a, a franchise, they've got them and the Thunder have the lowest win ratio uh, out of all the sides. It's around thirty two percent of games, uh, and it, it just seems that the Renegades have. Ne- I know they won it two years ago, but apart from that, they've always been at best one of the mid mid performing sides, and they have had some pretty poor seasons which culminated in last year winning three out of the 14 and this year I, I don't know what's going on they seem to start a bit brighter won the first game I think they've lost three on the bounce now is it or they've lost throughout the last three and it just seems like they can't get anything going and they don't seem to have sort of a game plan it, it doesn't seem to have any format at all it doesn't, doesn't seem to follow any logic
0: well, unless their game plan is to lose by as much as possible, it's not working for them, is it? The um, Let's set a review then. Thunder beat the Renegades by 129 runs in Canberra in the first game of this double header Saturday. Boxing day, fantastic. I mean, there's test matches, there's big bash, there's everything going on today. It's absolutely marvellous. And then we've just seen the Sydney Sixers getting home by one wicket against the Melbourne Stars, chasing down 193 for five that the Melbourne Stars made to take the points. bluecrocodile.co.uk Sort your mortgage in a snap. Are you a first time buyer with your eyes on that dream house? Are you wanting to move or looking for a better mortgage deal? Let Blue Crocodile find the right mortgage for you. 10% deposit mortgages are returning. If you need to know how much you can afford to borrow, just visit bluecrocodile.co.uk The Blue Crocodile. .co.uk, cricketer of the matches today. We're just looking for one name from each of you. Rito, who would be your nomination today?
1: Oh, there's, uh, it's certainly going to be Daniel Hughes. All the chips were down for Sydney Sixers and he played a fantastic innings, 96. It's a shame that he didn't get to his 100, but 96 and our winning cause is as good as any 100.
0: I'm sure if you asked him, he'll uh, separate the, uh, the the win he could have ended up with a hundred on the losing side there, but um, the win—that's all that matters, isn't it? Today, Ollie, are you in agreement with that? Is there anybody else that's uh, kind of caught your eye today, or does it have to be Daniel Hughes?
2: Uh, I, well, I, I think that was a, a very special knock, and also he took, he got them one back into a game and helped them to get to a position where they—they've they, actually now gone on and won the game. So that—that that was so crucial. I, I think also a special shout to Sango as well. I mean, four for fourteen, pretty impressive. Um, and Davis again, that we talked about previously, but yeah, I think he, he looked good. Um, and Paul ran as well. So many good performances today in the Big Bash, actually. I was a bit sort of concerned it might be been cricket overkill, but actually, you no, know, I wish it was going on for a couple more hours now, really. I could watch it work really well for my appetite, even though we lost.
0: I was thinking, you know, the Wizard song, I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. It's almost like, I wish it could be Boxing Day Every Day, because it's just cricket everywhere, and it is marvellous for a cricket badger like myself. But The upshot is 96 from 51 balls, leading his side right to the finish line to allow Stephen O'Keefe to edge the winning runs. Daniel Hughes is the Blue Crocodile cricketer of the matches today. Mortgages are simpler than you think when you have a crocodile on your side. Blue Crocodile, making mortgages snappy and simple. Visit bluecrocodile.co.uk, follow them on Twitter at Blue Croc Money or find them on Facebook. Blue Crocodile. Let's round up then by having a look at the table as it stands after today's games. And uh, Sydney Thunder have got themselves up to 11 points with their win against the uh, Renegades. The Renegades right down there now. Four points from the four games they've played. Perth Scorchers and Brisbane Heat are the two sides beneath them. They've played a game less than the uh, Renegades. But starting to get a little bit of a gap there that they will be a bit conscious of now. Adelaide Strikers in fifth place are on nine points. And there's a five-point gap now to the Renegades. The top five obviously go into the playoffs. The big bash organisers won't want it to be that cut and dry this early. The Sydney Sixers take four points from the win against the Melbourne Stars. The Melbourne Stars getting so close but coming away with nothing at all. And the Sixers' four points take them above the Thunder to a 12 and leading the table. So it's starting to take shape. Still a long way to go here yet. Two impressive performances today by the two Sydney sides. Thunder, maybe some people's underdogs. Sixers, the defending champions, Rito. But the, the Sydney fans, whatever side of the city you're on tonight, can be very happy, aren't they? Yeah,
1: certainly. A lot to be happy about. Well, the way Sydney Thunder played, they are completely outplayed. Melbourne Renegades, the other team from Melbourne, of course. But now Sydney Sixers, that was an all-time classic T20 match, I must say. The way it swung, swung like a pendulum all the way through.
0: I still have sweaty bumps. <laughs> well, I mean, we, you can be critical of T20 sometimes. They can be a bit one-dimensional, but there ain't no chance that that one tonight was uh, one-dimensional. That was a fantastic... Every single ball mattered in that chase and every single ball changed the uh, the dynamic of the chase. Looking at the Melbourne teams, though, tonight, Ollie, um, the Stars still in a very good place. They're in, on 10 points and, and, and on the shoulders of the leaders. The Renegades, as we've said looking pretty ordinary, um, but the Melbourne that city will not be the happier city. Sydney's certainly got the bragging rights tonight.
2: Oh, yeah, I, and I'm sure they'll let Melbourne know about that as well. You know, done the double open today. I, I Going back to today's game, I can't help but think that injury to Colton Isle preventing him from bowling turned out to be the difference. I mean, would have had a big day. I mean, and that match well over has gone for 20 or 5 balls and, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> I've got it, to be honest. I'm still struggling to get, get over it. I, and, But I think it's it's a a good thing for the tournament. I think once all teams have lost and and everything's gone in and and Melbourne didn't play the best against Perth, I'm sure they'll be glad to get out of the hubs they're in at the moment and and hopefully get back into their own states and play a little bit. So hopefully that'll have some good form for them. But Renegades, I mean, where do they go from where they're at the moment? They've been rolled a couple of times this tournament already. Oh, I wouldn't like to be in that dressing room right now.
0: So the Sixers on 12 points. The Thunder are on 11. It's Sydney at the top of the Big Bash 10 table. How about Hurricanes are in 3rd on 11, Melbourne Stars are on 10, and the Adelaide Strikers occupy the final of the playoff positions. They're on 9 points from the 4 games played so far. Got Melbourne Renegades they've played four as well, they're now 5 points behind the Strikers on 4 points, and then Perth Scorchers and Brisbane Heat who have played just the 3 games got one game in hand on everybody else are on 2 point and 1 point. One of those needs to make a big jump up the table with a win in the next game. Rito and Ollie, thank you very much for joining me today. It was exciting and it's whetted my appetite, I think, for this post-Christmas push with the Big Bash. We've got plenty of games to come and uh, I'm sure you'll be back on very, very soon to join me. But thank you today.
1: Thanks, James. Yeah, that was very exciting, James. Pleasure being on the podcast.
0: And thank you very much indeed for listening to these Big Bash 10 dailies from the Cricket Badger podcast thank you to bluecrocodile.co.uk for their support of the podcasts and hopefully every single game now for the rest of this competition will be that exciting although Rito will have sweaty palms but join me tomorrow more Big Bash to come as the Big Bash daily title suggests we're back every single day I've been James the Cricket Badger and I'll see you then Big Bash
2: Ten. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you another edition of the Cricket Badger Big Bash Daily Podcast in association with BlueCrocodile.co.uk tomorrow. See you then.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.